At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. When you hear the word scam, what do you think of? Stay tuned. This episode of the Dollar Saving Divas podcast is brought to you by RentTheRunway.com. You'll find more than 200,000 pieces and 400 designers in the Rent the Runway closet. For any event you might be attending, formal, cocktail, or festive, you can get four or eight day designer rentals for a fraction of the price. Anything you want, one flat price. And when you click the link on our Dollar Saving Divas Facebook page, you'll save even more and help keep this podcast free. Look great and save money too at rentherunway.com. Today, we're going to speak with Kip Morris, President and CEO of the Better Business Bureau in Central Ohio. Kip, you've been with the Better Business Bureau for what, 26 years now? About 26 years, yeah. Wow. Hard to believe. Since you were what, like three? Yeah, right. (laughs) And I also know you uh, went to Kent State and you uh, graduated with a criminal justice degree. Decided not to be an attorney, but you're going to put all the bad guys away anyway? Go into this, the whole scam arena. Yeah. Um, you know, it was kind of happenstance, which uh, I've been trying to explain to my daughters recently, you know, as they d- decide what they're going to do, that you never know where you might end up. But yeah, that's how it worked out. Well, I know we're going to do part one and part two, um, talking about scams. But in part one today, we're going to just kind of do an overview of the um, top 10 most risky scams um, that have been around since, you know, like I think the data says from 2016. So let's just talk a little bit about, you know, scams, what they are, and, and talk a little bit about those, what to look for. Well, yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're typically going to be um, utilizing what's the hot topic in the news. I mean, they're going to, um, the scam artists know that they're going to try to catch people at, when they're most vulnerable. So they're going to try to get them to be emotional. They're going to try to get them to be, um, you know, have concern for a particular um, demographic, uh, uh, an incident that might have happened. And so most of them fall in line with that. Others fall in line with that you have a particular need, to, you know, a home improvement, you know, something that needs to happen and you're kind of stressed about it. And so you feel as though, um, you know, research and due diligence is a kind of a pain in the neck more than anything else. And so that's where the problem starts kicking in. Well, I know um, I had an issue in my family with the um, Publishers Clearinghouse. And I know right now there's actually a uh, sweepstakes going on. So when things like that occur, that's when scams are going to happen then, kind of those examples, correct? Oh, yeah. The timing is going to be perfect for that. Everybody, you know, they're getting all the mailings in the mail. And so, or they, and they're going to win. I know you're going to win. They put their names and, you know, into right. the, the boxes for the festivals. And so they're thinking, yeah, I entered something. Maybe I did win. Yeah. So that's what it Well, I, I even remember when I was the director of the mall at Tuttle Crossing, we would have a, a box and you could, like, they'd bring a car in and then you could fill out things like that. Well, well, hopefully we were smart enough that we knew these were legit. But I bet things like that, when you're out in the middle of no man's land or these festivals and things like that, people can just get your information, get your emails, and then all of a sudden you're inundated with all of this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we've had we've been at trade shows and, and right next to us in a booth is a big table and they've got the prize giveaways and we just see people coming up and they're just writing their names on anything and everything, you know, filling it out. And we're just looking, going, you know, you are going on a list and you are going to be, you know, you know, approached by every scam that's out there. And that list is going to be sold 
you know, over and over and over again. So it's going to go for a long period of time. Well, that's what happened in, in our family was um, someone thought that they had won the publisher's clearinghouse and that they were going to get a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They just were supposed to give out their checking account or their savings account so that they could deposit this money in their bank account. Well, that's not going to happen. And then all of a sudden it just kind of snowballs into, did you give them your social security number? Did you this? And then all of a sudden identity theft. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're really messed up for a long time. Sometimes your whole livelihood could be taken away from you. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's as simple as that, you know, that dopamine kicks in, (laughs) you know, that excitement and you're like, oh, okay, great. And then all of a sudden you stop thinking. You're just not doing anything rational, and uh, you look back on it and go, "Well, that was dumb. Why did why did why did I do all that?" Well, let's talk about the top ten most risky scams in 2016. I know this is 2017, but I'm sure there are going to be some additions to this. But talk, just kind of go through what the most common ones have been, and maybe just a little bit briefly about what those are, and maybe so people can know what to look for. Sure. So um, home improvement, that's not surprising. It's one of our top inquiries at the BBB. Um, typically, it's a case where you don't know the, the individual. You didn't seek them out. They've come to your home um, and uh, you end up giving them money up front. Um, they're going to do something for very cheap and they've done it for a neighbor and you're going to take it, try to take advantage of it, whether it's tree trimming or it's the paving or it's the um, some home improvement, some handyman uh, things inside. And you want to get them taken care of and you say, boy, I, I didn't have this on my schedule and I can get this kit, you know, checked off. And next thing you know, you give them, you know, two, three hundred dollars for um, supplies. They start to unload some things, do some different things. You go in the house and then you come out and they're gone. I remember this. Is, I, I this happens all the time in our neighborhood. It is like you know I'm watering the flowers or I'm doing something. All of a sudden, this guy starts walking up my driveway. I immediately run in the house, lock all the doors, and pretend I'm not there. I'm not home. He just saw you, right? He just saw me, and it's like I know he's a scam artist. Staring I know at your he's gutters. Right, exactly. And he goes, I know you need a new roof. No, I just got a new roof last year. I do not need a new roof. Oh, your house needs to be painted. No, I had my house painted two years ago, and it's got a guarantee for 14 years. I. I just, you know, those things drive me crazy. Now, I do remember sometimes they wear, like, identification. Some people, they are solicitors, actually wear ID. And now, if somebody comes to my house, and unfortunately, I do answer the door for some reason, or I'm standing at the door getting my mail, um, I do kind of look for that, you know, or I ask them, do you have identification if they're trying to solicit for, for different things? Um, I always think that's a smart, smart idea. But the best thing I think of is just don't answer the door. Yeah, and, and don't always count on those uh, those IDs. Correct, because they're probably, <laughs> they're probably fake yeah. also, right? Yeah, they very well could be. Um, so fake checks um, and, and, and money orders. Um, we're seeing a lot of those. The banks obviously see a lot of them and, uh, and feel very bad because the individuals deposit those thinking that they've gotten an overpayment. Maybe they put something on Craigslist and that they're selling. And all of a sudden, the, the, the buyer sends them $300 and it was only $200. Oh, my mistake. Could you go ahead and send me back $100? I'd never send anybody money back to anybody. <laughs> it happens if you overpay me, you overpay me. Time. Oh, and my gosh. Lots of money, big dollar items. Um, and, and that, that uh, in particular, is tied to a lot of different scams. Um, we see it um, you know, relative to job offers, um, uh, apartment rentals, anything that, uh, that is done online. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, they deposit the check and the, the bank, um, takes a couple of days to double check and clear that baby. And you're, you've written right, one of your own you've checks already written a check, yeah. and then they say that's bad. Yeah. And, uh, and so you're oh. out that money, um, employment, 
Um, typically, you know, you, the, again, they're vulnerable, they're, so they're susceptible, um, and uh, they see something online, and all of a sudden it involves some fees. There's some fees up front. Um, if it's not the fees, then it's the personal information, because you're assuming that if I'm going to um, apply to something, then um, they're going to require some personal information. Well, all of a sudden, that personal information becomes a social security number and, uh, um, and additional information about your family and so forth. And so they're just gathering data that they could use. In, in future scams. And, I've uh, had a lot of those emails that come say, you know, come work for us. You'll make six figures and you'll only work part-time from your home. Right. Leslie, yeah. do you get any of those? I get a ton of those. I mean, and I it, really, I like the six-figure part of it. I can see how somebody would, well, well right, exactly. Yeah. You can see how somebody would fall for that or think, wow, this is, this and then is they, awesome. Who doesn't want to work from home? Exactly. Yeah. And then, and I just remember though, then they say something like, you know, send us 350 bucks for your supplies to get you started. It's your get started kit. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah, get started, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you remember those, uh, remember the little signs that used to be out there, like the old uh, political signs, that, but they're for work at home. Oh, and years yeah. ago, they were more prevalent before the internet kicked off because they can use that so much quicker. But we collected hundreds of those, and then we r- ran a study on all those numbers that were associated associated with them, and probably seventy or eighty percent of them were all one scam. So wow. all oh. these different phone numbers, different names, and everything were all tied to one scam. Hmm. Online purchases. Um, so again, this is this comes down to the due diligence. Um, you know, I know my wife. She does a lot of surfing. She goes a lot, does a lot of the shopping online. It, when you start clicking through and you're kind of just evalu- evaluating, you get at some point you get to the point where you don't know who you're actually doing business with. You can't even remember where you started out on that search. That becomes a big problem because then you can you can start downloading uh, malware onto your computer. Um, you can start doing business with um, individuals from out of the country that you you know you're not going to receive the the, uh, the merchandise. So online shopping where you haven't done your due diligence, you haven't evaluated the company uh, before you've done business. I know when I if if somebody calls me or I call them and they don't speak English, I know I'm probably in trouble, right? Most likely. Could be a problem Um, in terms of actually uh, being able to check out um, the reliability of that company or that individual. Um, I only order from Victoria's Secret, so I know know they're legit. Right, exactly. Uh, And there's a lot of knockoffs on the Victoria's Secret, right? So make sure it is actually Victoria's Secret. I I make sure it is. (laughs) Okay. Not going to ask. Come on. (laughs) So, Kip, tell me. We're talking a, a lot about these these different scams, but who is? And I'm going to interrupt your list, and we'll come back to it. But who's the who the stereotypical scam victim? Because I think we always think it's the person, it's the older person at home, the little old lady. Um, but that's not necessarily the case, is it? No, and we've done a lot of research on that, and uh, come to find that the millennials are the ones that are uh, uh, more susceptible. Really, uh, maybe not to as, as high a dollar item uh, per scam, but they are the ones that. Um, you know, I, I look at it as uh, the, the person that thinks they're a tremendous driver, so they don't think they need to wear a seatbelt. Um, it's the same type of a, of a concept. These folks um, think that they are so savvy, tech savvy, and that they totally understand, you know, shopping with their phone and, and, and all the offers coming through on the various things. And so they're, they get a little bit more lax and, and right. think there's no way I could fall for that. These and, are those same kids that are looking at their phone and then walk into a sign on the road, right. on the street, right? <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Well, like, wake exactly. up. Well, I think exactly. we're conditioned because we're doing our banking on our phone and we do everything on the phone. So 
you don't think twice about it anymore. Like, like maybe we would have. Yeah. And I mean, and it works both ways. I mean, they might be cautious about um, banking online, but then they get an email that's a bogus email from what looks like their bank. And instead of actually, you know, evaluating it and checking it out, they're playing on their phone and, 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 you know, um, responding to that bogus uh, um, email. Well, I know part two of what we're going to be talking about a little bit later is the millennials and going into a lot more detail on that. So Mm -hmm. um, those of you who follow us can either, if you're millennials, you can get some tips or like I'm a mom, I can give these tips to my daughter. Yep. I got three daughters. (laughs) Oh, that's a lot of tips. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. They won't listen to me. So I saw on your your 10 most risky scams, the romance scam listed. And and my eye went right to that one. What is the romance scam? I hope Tom's not listening. He might be jealous. (laughs) Maybe I've been scammed. Maybe he has. I don't know. You know, it's one of those that you you might think is hard to believe, and it's one of those that um, when you hear the stories, um, it's shocking. Um, but again, they're they're preying on people's either loneliness or um, all the dating websites, and so every one of those dating websites will have some um, aspect of a uh, of an individual that's trying to um, uh, scam people, and so. Um, you have to be very careful. Uh, oftentimes what happens is they'll take the photos and they'll take um, the information on the on legitimate people and they'll um, and they'll um, you know try to um, impersonate them. And so you've got to be just very leery about who you're working with. They start into a relationship, um, start talking with them and think that they've got a relationship going and they haven't met them. Next thing you know, they're sending them money. And uh, the person's um, saying, I'm going to be back in the country very soon. We're going to be getting together. But I've run into some problems. And, and next thing you know, they're out money. That's so sad. It is. It is sad. Yeah. And it happens really a-, a lot. That's Aww. awful. Yeah. And then there was, um, I know there's a tech support scam that... Um, I just got it the call at home. Um, I mean, they, they we try talked to, about that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have. I, I think I get those like at least once a week. Yeah. I mean, they and they sound like, yo, I'm from Microsoft. I've got some uh, open up your you know computer and yeah. screen and give me this. And I'm do here that. to help you out. You know, and I, I didn't let him get too far, but I did um, let him say a few things so I can get an idea of what he was going to how he was going to approach it um, before I called him some names and he hung up. I know that's <laughs> what my husband does. He just kind of lets him talk for a while. and He goes, do you think I'm stupid? And then he beep, 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 and then hangs up. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah. And so that's one of those that um, it's going to be ongoing because people are falling for it. Um, people, yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of computers out there that have a lot of garbage on them. And so, yeah, people need some help. Yeah. And uh, Well, Kip, what do you do if you, you think you've been scammed? I mean, or contacted by a scammer. I mean, what what can you do if you're in Central Ohio and you're well, you've what got do you do? The, you've got the Better Business Bureau here um, at your service. I mean, we you can call us up during the um, business hours, talk through what are you dealing with? Um, are you out money? Um, the quicker you get to us, the quicker we can find you some assistance. Um, if you if you wait a couple of days, probably aren't going to be able to help you out. Um, obviously, we want you to use credit cards so that you can uh, uh, dispute some of the issues. But um, we work with all sorts of law enforcement. Um, the FBI just got done telling us that if they they have forty eight hour window, if they if you've wired money overseas or you've wired money into somebody else's bank account, um, there's forty eight hours and then they can't do anything. And so they want to hear from you immediately. Um, especially with the big dollar items. Um, and some of those romance scams are big dollar items and some of the other ones are as well. Um, so contact us. We've got a scam tracker online at the BBB.org. Um, you can let us know um, what scams um, are approaching you, even if you didn't fall for it. 
that's helping um, educate um, us so that we can educate um, our community as to what's uh, um, being perpetrated. Well, out and there. the key is don't be embarrassed. I mean, you Not record it so yeah. you can you can help people by by doing this. I mean, I see news stories and everything. It's like I think every single human being has been scammed at one point. Oh yeah, or yeah one in anybody. four households and fifty billion dollars. I mean, they don't be yeah, don't feel bad. I mean, they're approaching everybody. Uh, we're all going to get hit at one point in time. Well, Kip, thanks for being with us, and we'll look forward to part two. All right. Thank you. This episode of the Dollar Saving Divas podcast is brought to you by RentTheRunway.com. You'll find more than 200,000 pieces and 400 designers in the Rent the Runway closet. For any event you might be attending, formal, cocktail, or festive, you can get four or eight-day designer rentals for a fraction of the price. Anything you want, one flat price. And when you click the link on our Dollar Saving Divas Facebook page, you'll save even more and help keep this podcast free. Look great and save money, too, at RentTheRunway.com. Thanks for listening to the Dollar Saving Divas. If you have ideas for an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. Just head to our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Dollar Saving Divas CBUS and share your comments. Our podcast is available on iTunes, iHeartMedia, or your favorite podcast player. Thanks again for listening. Circle270media.com At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. With rapid insurance on Vodafone Business, we'll get a replacement phone to you within four hours. So if you should... Oh, no! Or even... Just get in touch and we'll... Your replacement phone, sir. Your phone replaced within four hours with our rapid insurance. Available on our new and limited data plans. The future is exciting. Ready? Vodafone Business. Max download upload speeds apply to data. Coverage may vary. Unlimited and rapid terms at vodafone.co.uk slash terms.